We're back. Ready to answer more of your questions. So call them in. 651-641-1071. Okay, baked on food. Okay, and I've done this a couple of times. <laughs> okay, you ready for this? Yeah, what have you been told? Have you been told anything, Carly? Um, baked on foods? I've been told like baking soda and like hot water or something because then it gets like bubbly and I don't know. Okay. I haven't tried it. This is what it says here. Okay. Fill the container with water. Yeah. Put in a bounce static remover and softener sheet. Soak overnight. The static from the bounce towel will cause the baked on food to adhere to it, to adhere to the bounce sheet. Interesting. Okay. You can also use two effortant tablets and soak overnight. <laughs> effortant is what you soak your dentures in. Oh, okay. Okay. But I've never heard that. A bounce. I mean, I've heard that, That's weird. And could you do it with that? anything other? Th- could you do it with a different type of dryer sheet? Uh, who knows? I don't know. Based mm. on baked on food, fill the container with water, put in a bounce static remover and softener sheet, soak overnight. The static from the bounce towel. See, what's static? You get static when it goes to the dryer. That's yeah. what I don't get. Okay, the uh, the bounce w- uh, towel will cause the baked on food to adhere to it. So, I don't know. I don't know. That's another thing you're going to have to try for us and let us know uh, how it works. Gravy. That's, that's totally unreal. You're just going to have to burn something on something and then use it. Well, that'll be a given. That's, that, that's not hard to do. Just like, just forget about yeah, that, something that's on the stove. There you go. Yeah, I've done that once or two. That's wife. funny. <laughs> Whatever. But I've never heard of bounce sheet being used no, for that. No, know? that's weird. Sheet. Yeah, I just, yeah. Unbelievable. And you know what? Those are like actually kind of expensive. So like, yeah. Why would well, you waste that on that? You know, you I've can never just, used, like scrape it. Yeah, see, I've never used them in my dryer because they they put a they they clog up the screen to dryers. Yeah, the chemicals that are on the bounce sheets and they clog oh they up, do yes they clog the, the screens uh, to the dryers. Okay, yeah. they and a lot of uh, fires, dryer fires have been started oh. by people that use fabric sheets or you know little sheets yeah. in their dryers. Huh. And see, so I have never used anything like that, and I line dry most of my stuff anyway. Oh, you know, okay. it, it's easier on the on the yeah. stuff. And most of my sweatshirts have, you know, things on it. And I don't want to, you know, when you put yeah, yeah, them yeah. in the dryer, then they get like, yucky and yeah. crappy. So. Okay, give a holler, 651-641-1071. Who's up next? Okay, we're going to talk to Mary. And Mary has a one-year-old dog that keeps getting on the counter. <laughs> Is it a Great Dane? <laughs> hey, Mary, how you doing? Hi, Katie. Good. How are you? Okay, what, who's the culprit? What kind of dog? She is a one-year-old peekaboo. What? Um, I know. And we have um, a bench that is on our um, the other one side of our table. So she will hop on that. And it's a lot of times when she's been uh, sent to the kitchen, which is an area that we can block her off into. Okay. If I'm cleaning up a mess or if she's getting too wound up, we'll put her in there and kind of get her away from us and we'll look up there and she's on the table okay um and the only way she the only way she can get on that is through that bench correct yep and we've blocked off the bench we've pulled out the table we've tried like a lot she drags the leash um and then you know if you want to get her off the table it's like game on she thinks it's just a blast okay um, okay, so, but now so, you, you put stuff on the bench so she can't jump from the floor to the bench to the table? Yep, we've done that. Okay, and, but how does she do that then if it, if the, if it's blocked? Well, if, you got some... if it's blocked, if it's blocked, we're pretty good. Okay. But, just let me unblock it and try things again, um, but 
she's back up there. It's the weirdest sight to look up there and see your dog on the table like a little statue. <laughs> so, okay. it's not good. Okay, but see what I think is you haven't waited long enough for that to go, that habit. It takes 30 days at least for humans to break a habit, you know what I mean, to at least start to get it a, 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 whole, a handle on it. Okay, with okay. dogs, a lot of times it takes six months to a year <laughs> to break a habit. And so the, okay. the more times that can be between when she's done it last, you know, to when she's done it again, the, the better chance of her moving on, you know, and, and kind of forgetting about it. <laughs> Okay. But um, that's what what I would do. Um, uh, whether it's something like, let's say it's a pail of something that you learn to just pick up and put in that spot so she can't jump on that to get onto the table. You know, something that's easy to take on and take off. Yeah, I know it's a pain in the butt. But the thing is, yeah. is that if that's what it takes, that's what it takes. Another thing that yeah. you can do is you could take mouse traps. you know, the wooden mouse traps. Oh, yeah. Okay, you set them upside down, and that's a skill in itself. All right. You set them upside down and you put a piece of paper on eat, uh, on them. Maybe you put five on the table. Okay. Okay. So then what happens is when she goes to jump from the bench onto the table, she's going to set those traps off and it's going to scare the bejeebies out of her. All right. And so, oh, I love that. but so like I said, that they have to be turned upside down and that is an art in itself. Not anybody can do that. I know I have a hard time doing that one, but anyway, so that, that's what you're after because then when it kicks into the table, that piece of paper that's on top of it is going to fly. And then, like I say, that's going to scare the bejeebies out of the dog and she's going to be yelling Geronimo and getting off that table ASAP. And okay. so now she gets off that table by herself. But she, can she hurt herself? Is no, so hop onto the bench and then hop down. Okay, okay. And so, like I say, so you could try that, you know, where you scare the bejeebies out of her. You, you know, um, another thing is that you can try is, uh, I don't know how your house is set, take a pop can, rinse it out, put five pennies in it, okay, and then just be around the corner and then try to use a mirror or if your way of using a... Uh, uh, like a video cam, you know what I mean, where you can see what she's doing in the kitchen from another room. Okay, yeah. and the minute she goes to jump up onto the bench, you come flying into the room and shake the can and go wrong and then leave. Okay. Okay, okay then you just kind of let her hang out, hang out, and then when she you don't do anything, she, she jumps onto that bench, okay? So she jumps onto the bench, you come flying in there, shake the can, wrong, and then leave again. All right, because what you want her to do is like, boy, this isn't worth it, and she's gonna leave, <laughs> right? Yeah. And yeah. so, so you could try, you could try that. Whereas you're on top of the situation, and now she moves on to something else. So there's a couple different things that you can try to to undo this. But when you don't have time to work with it, then the the thing is, is then have that bench blocked, you know, whether it's a pail or whatever, so she can't jump onto the bench and onto the table. But when you have time to work on it, whether with the, with the, the can and then like the two-way radio or, you know, uh, video, you know, trail cam or whatever type thing, you know, so yeah. that you can see what she's doing. Or then the mouse traps upside down so they kick into the yep. table, okay? Yep. So, yeah, so, yep, got it. Yep, so try a couple of that and see if they if that'll work out, okay? Okay, sounds great. Can I ask you one other sure. quick thing? Should she be completely potty trained by now? Because I swear she revenge pees when she's mad. And she'll, like, go potty in the carpet somewhere. Uh-huh. Uh, usually most dogs, you know, small dogs, I'm talking dogs at 20 pounds and under, most of the, the, and the smaller the worst, uh, is that when it's windy, snowy, cold outside, which is, has been cold now, is that they will go out, splash, but not take all the all of it off, okay? And so then they come back in, and then in about five minutes, whoop, there it is. 
All right. Yep. So on windy, snowy, you know, in, uh, you know, cold days, you want to get in the habit of take them out once for two minutes. Go potty, go potty, go potty. And then if they go potty, good potty, good potty. Okay. Then uh, two minutes is up. Bring them back in the house. Wait a minute or two. Take them back out. Try it again. But then, like I say, you, you still don't. Ah, no, I don't trust you. Then don't give her access to the house. She is to be okay. either in her kennel or in her play area, you know, on a playpen area, gated off area. So if she does yep. have an accident, it's there. It's not in the house. All right. Yep. Because that's okay. very common for mostly like dogs, 20 pounds and under. And then the smaller, even 10 pounds and under that, like how cold it's been. My Ethel did that to me yesterday. You know, I was busy. I had uh, classes and that. So I took her out. She splashed, came in, you know, then took her out, splashed, came in. And I knew there was a doo-doo in there. She put her in her kennel, da-da-da, came uh, in half point, let her out. She did a little bit of a doo-doo, came back in. And then when I came in from classes, there was the rest of the doo-doo. <laughs> oh, you know, that's God. that's just the way it is. What it would, And she's only three pounds. You know, so, but anyway, yeah, so, but, but the thing is, is that, like I say, when it gets really cold and snowy and windy, though, those are the days that dogs will, will get lazy and not, and, and rather go in the house because it's nice and warm. Okay. So then uh, you just okay. gotta, you just gotta stay on top of there, stay on top of them. And then, like I say, remember you're teaching her what potty is called and where to put it. Right. So when you take yeah. her out, you tell her, go potty, go potty, go potty. And then when she does go, good potty. Very nice. Don't say good girl. Remember, they get some all nutsy in the headsy. They get some all crazy. The only time you say good girl is when you want to play. Otherwise, when they do something well, sit. Oh, thank you. Very nice. Thank you. Very nice. Good. You know, so that keeps the learn for them to connect the learning dots in their head. All right. Good to know. Thank you. Okay, kiddo. You bet. You have a great day. Thank you. Bye bye. Thank you. Appreciate it. You bet. Yeah, that's that's a tough part with uh, this time of year when it's but you know it's we, we've had we've had a real easy easy winter here, and so that's why all of a sudden now when it hit cold, you know the dogs are like hello, it's a little bit chilly out there. So anyway, okay, is that time again? Yes, it is. Okay, let's see what we got. Let's do a cat quit a cat question. All right, all right. Okay, when you're sitting down and you're petting a cat and the cat comes up to you and you start petting them and if that tail starts vibrating, do you know what that means? I'll tell you when you get back. All right. And who sings this? This is Pink. Oh, that is Pink. Yeah. I do like Pink. I got to admit that. Yeah. Was that in a movie? Yes. What movie was it in? Um, The Greatest Showman. Oh, no wonder that sounds... Okay, yeah. okay, yeah. okay. I knew that sounded familiar, and I really liked that yes. movie. I'm not into that kind of movie, and I really liked that movie. Yeah, it's, 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 it's a good one. Greatest Showman. It's very interesting because, like, P.T. Barnum was an actual person. Yes. And a, so, like, it's yeah. roughly based on yeah. how he... Yeah, yeah, and that's what, like, that's why I went... But anyway, yeah, so I, in fact, I even bought the dang movie. Did you really? Yes. Yay! Yes, I did, because it, that's was, awesome. it was good. But yeah, do I really do like Pink? And I didn't... I didn't realize who she was, and I can't remember. I think I seen her like an Ellen or whatever. Yeah. And then heard some of the songs, and I'm like, yeah. For some reason, I thought Pink was this, this crazy <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. No, I was very impressed. No. Yeah. She's a she's a great artist. Okay. Yeah. Okay. If your cat is near you and her tail is quivering, okay. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. This is the greatest expression of love your cat can give you. Oh, very nice. Yes. Yeah. So if it's it's quivering, you know, and some of it yeah. is down and some of it stands straight up yeah. and they quiver. Now, if they back up to something and their tail is straight up in the air 
and they, the tail starts quivering and their back feet start stomping, that means they're going to spray. <laughs> okay. They're going to spray on whatever they're backed up to. Good to know. Oh, okay. So, so don't yeah. be behind them when they're there. Well, when the little back yeah. feet start squ- stomping. Exactly. There you go. Yeah. And the same if, the, if your cat's tail starts, let's say you're patting them, you know, yeah, and, all, yeah. and all of a sudden the tail starts slashing. You know, like really, like slapping, like crazy, back, yeah, slapping okay. back, yeah, yeah. Quit petting; you're gonna get bit. Oh, the dog is or the cat is overstimulated and will bite you when okay. that tail starts really slapping. Yeah, you know what I mean, like yeah. uh, agitatedness. Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So there, now right. you know that. Very good. Okay, give a holler six five one six four one one zero seven one. Who's up next? Um, we're gonna talk to Bella, and Bella has a question about her older dog that is leaking. All right, that's very common. Hi, Bella. How you doing? Hi, Katie. Hi. I'm doing okay. Good. Okay, so how old's your pupper? Uh, he's about nine years old. He's a black lab Newfie mix. Okay. And just recently, even today, uh, he was laying down on the floor, and all of a sudden we noticed a little puddle, and we cleaned it up, and it seemed to be pee. Uh-huh. And then he got up, and he dripped as he walked. Okay. And this is new, so we're not really sure if this is something we need to go get checked out. Yep. Or if he's- yep. You take yeah. him in, and you're going to take him in, you're going to have a complete blood profile, okay? Okay. And you're going to have a urinalysis done also, all right? Something's yeah. uh, not right, okay? So let the first, let's see what the tests say, and then go from there. The other thing that you can do is that sometimes you want to take x-rays. An ultrasound with things like this will tell you a lot more than a x-ray, all right? Okay. X-rays are good for blockages and for bones, but they're not good for like if there's a let's say there's a mass somewhere. Don't worry, don't hit the panic button. Uh-oh. I'm just I'm, I'm just throwing this out on the table, okay? <laughs> but okay. okay. But anyway, but so ultrasounds would be a better way to go. And Dr. Ralph, he's in the system. I love Dr. Ralph. And uh-huh. and if you whoever that you go to, you can request Dr. Ralph. You know, he comes in and because he really, the thing is, is one thing to take a good ultrasound, but then it's also how to read them correctly, too. And right. so that's, like I said, I, I depend on Dr. Ralph when it comes to ultrasounds. And, and he floats from clinic to clinic. You know what I mean? So you yeah. could ask your clinic, say, you know, I want to do an ultrasound, but I'd like to have Dr. Ralph do it. Okay. And it. So, okay. But cool. anyway, but so the thing is, but definitely you need to have a urinalysis done, a blood work done. Because for a male to leak like this, I mean, females, it's, it has to do with their, you know, especially if they're fixed, you know, their progesterone, uh-huh. no, not progesterone, their uh, estrogen level. Okay. They'll start leaking, you know, at night. But for a uh-huh. male to do this, that usually tells you something's up, you know, up in there. And so, and especially to be, you know, in the bladder, to be walking and dribbling at the same time. You know, so, yeah. so that's what so you that's what you want to do. And since you're bringing him in there, why not just have the blood work done? And then I always is he over, considered overweight or just right or what? Uh, he's a little overweight. He still walks around a lot, but he's definitely not at a target weight at okay. this point. Okay, because it's uh, harder for him to walk now because of his hips. Okay. Uh, you should get him on some good, uh, like Boswellia is great for uh, dogs, that, you know, for pain relief. Everybody wants to put dogs on Rimadyl, and Rimadyl has a lot of side effects. And there's oh no way I would put a dog on Rimadyl. And so that's why I would do the Boswellia. And uh, that, and that's what I would wound up giving my Zelda. Uh, she had bone cancer. Her her system went nuts on the drugs they got. Wanted me to give her for pain, and so I wound up giving her the Boswellia, and that worked out better than any of the other drugs did for her pain. And so Is that's that a prescription. No, uh, uh, no, it's a natural. It's natural. You could take it too for your if you got problems. Uh, you know, like swelling or pain or anything. B O S. Right. 
W E L L. I think it's I A or A. I can't remember. Boswellia. Okay. Okay. And anyway, so that you want to do that for pain or for like joints, and and then obviously getting them bumping up on his fish oils, omega threes. The chondroitins are good for hip problems. And then obviously, okay. too, by getting weight off of him, that, that would be really help him a lot. You know, start, right. when you want to take weight off, you feed the bulk of the food in the morning and always a light dinner. No treats or rawhide chews or anything during the day. And then, um, like I said, let's say you're feeding two cups a day. So you'd feed a cup and a half in the morning and a half a cup at night. Got and so then that way there, and if he seems a little uh, like, oh, I'm a little hungry, then give him like some canned pumpkin because that's high in fiber or some sweet potatoes because that's high in fiber. So that'll make him feel fuller. But, it, you know, this that's the best thing that you can do for this boy, you know, right now is to get that weight off ASAP. All right. Okay. See, I also would too, uh, since you're taking him in for a blood, I would also do a thyroid. I always do, because thyroids you have to ask for. And the older dogs, just like with humans, the thyroids go bonkers and so does the diabetic, you know. So those are the uh-huh. two things I always want to check for. Okay. Well, thank you very much. Okay. Well, keep me posted and see what happens here, okay? Yeah, sure. Okay, thank you so much. Have a good night. Thank you. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Yeah, see, folks, I don't get it. Is when you got a dog, you, you know, everybody says, oh, my dog doesn't move like they used to. He's just a lug. He lays on the couch. You know, he doesn't play like he used to. Then I asked the big question, is he overweight? Well, yeah, get the weight off. And you will have that jump and bouncy, not as much as they were when they were younger, because it's just like us. I'm not as bouncy as I was when I was 20. But the thing is, is that, you know, I gotten heavy and then I don't move as much and then I lose weight and then now I can move more. You know, the thing is, is we are in charge of their feed dish, the both the cats and the dogs. Okay. Well, everything that we feed and we have the control, you know, if you want to be fat, that's fine, but don't have fat animals. Okay, folks, please just anytime you want to take weight off, if, you know, whatever you're feeding right now, usually the people over treat the dogs during the day and then still give them their same rations at breakfast and dinner. And so if you're going to treat the dog, then you use just veggies all, excuse me, veggies all kinds, uh, nothing made, no raw high chews, pizzles or anything like that. That's all wasted calories. Give him um, a raw butcher bone to chew on, you know, and then that's his dinner. You don't give him anything else. And so that there's ways to do it. So give me a call and I'll be happy to help you out. You know, and I tell you, everybody, I said, okay, write down, keep a journal for one week. Write down everything that goes into that dog's mouth. Everything, you know, start out like tomorrow morning, 121. Okay. There's, you know, and just write it down. It doesn't have, not at the time, but exactly. And you'll be really surprised at the end of the week, how much you are feeding that dog. And once the dog gets to be four years old or better, they, their system comes to a screaming halt because they, now they're just maintaining. They're no longer growing anymore. And so it's just like the analogy I always use, like with me is uh, at 20, I could go to the Dairy Queen and have a pita buster parfait. At 30, I got a medium Sunday. Uh, 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 what did it, what it was, uh, those, um, ah, now I forgot what kind of, uh, my the favorite. Blizzards? No, 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 the, the, the peanut. No, 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 oh. uh, no, 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 uh, butter pecan Sunday. Oh, there you okay. go, butter pecan Sunday. I got a, ha- you know, a, a medium one of those. Okay, then when I turned 40, I got a large cone. I turned 50, I got a small cone. When I turned 60, I just drive past the Dairy Queens and the calories jump right into the truck. All right, and folks, that's what happens to our pets. As they age, we they barely need anything to maintain. And there's where the problem lies. People want to feed them like a puppy and they just stuff them and stuff them. And then you're crying because they're dying or they got, because they got diabetes or they 
they can't move and whatever. You are in the control seat for your pets. So why don't you do the best to keep them around as long as possible and spry. Start cutting back their food and they're not depriving them. Okay, don't come in there. Oh, Katie says you can't have this anymore. No, you look at them and say, you know what? I want you around for at least another five years or as long as I can have you. And I'm going to get you the best weight you can possibly be. Okay, you go in with as a challenge, not as a little sniveling. I'm so sorry. But anyway, okay. Is it that time? Yes, it is. All right. I knew I talked too long. No, you're <laughs> fine. Okay. Can a cat keep purring while they're inhaling and exhaling? Can a cat keep purring? We'll be back. All righty then. There you go. If you're falling asleep, now you're not. Now you're awake. Get those head bobbing, get the feet bobbing, and there we go. Just a bobbing together. Okay. Can a cat keep purring whether it's inhaling and exhaling, or does it just purr one or the other? Um, sure, they can do both. Me, yes, they do. Oh, they very can purr cool. while inhaling and exhaling, which totally blows their mind. I don't get it. That's crazy. Yeah, well, and then yeah. I found out my horse can still talk when he's eating. Oh, really? Yeah, he was uh, talking about he was eating. He had a mouthful. Yeah, and and then I was like, oh, Jake, what are you doing? And I'm like, you can talk while you're chewing. Yeah. Well, that's, I didn't realize that. That is just, yeah, that was interesting. New talents, to, new that talents. Was, that was interesting to me. That's funny. Yeah, my Jake now is 32 years old. Every Holy day is a gift. Buckets. Yeah, every day is a gift for them. That's awesome. I don't know if you know this, at the first of the year, January 1st of every year, every horse turns another year old. Even, let's say it was born um, uh, December 31st. Yeah. Okay, it is a year old, uh, January 1st. That's just the way in the horse world it is. And okay. that's why they try to have... Most of the, you know, the foals yeah. and such like yeah. that, yeah, down early. So, but anyway, so yeah. Interesting. Yeah, isn't that interesting. So he's 32 years old. I That's know. awesome. Oh, it is. But every day I go out there, it's just like, oh, please, another day, please, another day. Last night, yeah. I, had a conversation. I said, I want five more years and I'm not giving up one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, so I know it. But you know, like he's still was, going pretty good, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's doing okay. Good. Yeah. All right. But, but you don't know, you know, all my other, right. yeah. Yeah. All my other horses, you're fine one day and the next day the colic and they were gone. And so, yeah. like I say, it's it, every, every day is a gift. Just like I get, you know, when you go home, when you leave, when you see somebody you don't know, that's going to be the, you know, not, okay, we're going yeah. to, we're going to the dark side. Uh, you know, I think that's so funny that Jason and them are bringing up this Wednesday, they're bringing up, uh, uh, Knott's Landing, uh, what's your face? Yeah. Oh, what, I can't think of their name. Knott's, you know, when, uh, Lori and Julia thought they met, uh, um, uh, what's her name? Mills? I know. Mills, right? Mills, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I can't remember the first I know, one, Donna yeah. Mills. There Donna you go, Donna Mills, Mills. Yeah. Well, anyway, and so that they're having an anniversary to send yeah. them off to go. I, I think that's so funny because I remember that distinctly on right away how Jason said, ah, yeah, that's not not her. And, and for Jason to be able to get her people, yeah, you know, to get her on AI, I just yeah. that, that was just funny. That was crazy. Oh, it was crazy. So that, that's going to be happening on Wednesday. So tune into My Talk. And remember, you can podcast all our lovely shows. Uh, just go to MyTalk1071.com and you can go to my Katie Canine page and you can uh, go to my Facebook page. You can go to my website, Katie Canine website, and then you can go uh, to other, my podcast. So whatever, wherever you get your podcasts or download uh, My Talk's uh, podcast, please do. Um, also, too, I got a new class that, uh, new, two new classes that I, I put into my classes uh one is it's a one-time class for an hour yes um let's walk together 
And so the whole thing is, is that, you know, a lot of dogs are dragging the owners and with the right training collar in an hour, you can be walking, taking your dog for a nice walk. So that's, so check out my website and go to my talk 107, one, my show page. And then also uh, manners, please. Whereas that's an hour and a half one time. And so that's coming up next weekend. So if any of you guys are interested in teaching your dog to walk, just walk or for manners, you know, go to my website, check that out. Okay. Who's up? Okay, well, before we take this caller, um, we had a caller that was wondering how to put weight onto their dog. Uh-huh. Apparently, their dog was super, super skinny or okay. super, super underweight. Mm-hmm. They didn't want to stay on. So oh, okay. I thought I'd ask it for okay. us. The, the big thing when a dog isn't gaining weight, now my Zelda was like that when I first got her. I was feeding her 10 cups of dog food a day. Now, mind you, she was Dane and a uh, boxer. She'd be a big dog, but 10 cups of dog food a day? Yeah, that's a lot. Come on. That's a lot. So anyway, so then um, Luann... Uh, that we had her on the show, and she's uh, with EPI, Enzocratic Pancreatitis Indeficiency. I can never say it right. But anyway, if you go to my sh- my website, the KDK9 website, and then go to show to- radio show topics and scroll down, and you'll see where it says EPI. And usually what that means is that they don't have the right enzymes in their pancreas to, to break up, you know, absorb the foods that they're being fed. And so they have to be given some supplements. Mine was pig enzymes that I had to give uh, to Zelda. And anyway, and, and it gives you the link of so that there's, there's different ways to find out if your dog has got it. You know, there's tests, there's different things. So that, that'll get you into the EPI uh, as far as. So try, because, uh, you know, this depends uh, also to what food you're feeding. Uh, if you're feeding a grain free, I would nix the grain free and go for more carbs. Whereas, like you know, like Nutrisource got the the beef and rice, trout and rice, um, lamb and rice. I would do, do that. Uh, uh, and like I say, uh, give me a call or email me up at Katie's Canine. And I can uh, give you some help too. But first of all, like I said, by bumping up the food, if it seems like you're feeding everything but the kitchen sink and the dog is not gaining weight, then I would suspect maybe there's something wrong with the pancreas or whatever, the EPI, and then go that route. And that, that, that there's a link there that you can click on on my show page uh, under radio show topics uh, as far as my on my website. Uh, and so that will take you and then there's, there's, uh, but you can get into the trap room and such like that and then ask questions and people, and then they might be able to, you know, help you out and get going like that. So yeah, but yeah, when you're, if you think you're feeding everything, but the kitchen sink and it's just not working. But the big thing too is, uh, muscle dogs, you know, like your, uh, your Dobies, your Danes, your pits, uh, your boxers, they don't do well in a grain free diet. There's not enough carbs in there and you know, they're all muscle and muscle burns calories. So usually those dogs kind of lose weight. And so that's what I learned from Zelda. So, you know, I do grain free here and there, but maybe for like three, four days and then she's back on something else. So like I said, the more you can rotate, the better, the better, the big, the big pro possibilities. So. Okay, who's up? All right, we're going to talk to Mike. And Mike has a question about, um, he has a couple of dogs that keep throwing up some oh. bile. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, Mike, how you doing? Hi, Kate. So, yeah, I got, um, I got three dogs. One, <clears throat> excuse me, I got a golden retriever and two uh, rat terriers. Mm-hmm. And from time to time, the last week or so, in the morning, they've been throwing, throwing up and one of the, uh, the rat terriers uh, will pass his food up in the morning, and that's not like him at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just kind of wondering, this vial that I'm seeing, this yellow vial, 
that isn't that the stomach juices that eats up all the stuff that they eat? Right. And see, when a dog throws up bile, a lot of times what has happened, I know a couple dogs that are like this, they can't go too long between uh, for eating. You know, like, let's say, because most people feed their dog, let's say, at 8 in the morning and maybe 5, 6 o'clock at night. Okay, now the dog has to go from 5 o'clock at night to 8 o'clock the next morning. And a lot of times that is just too long for their stomach not to have something, you know, I mean, new in it. And so they will throw up bile. So then what you got to learn to do is, re, like, let's say you feed them at 8 in the morning. Well, then you're going to feed them at 7, 8 o'clock, maybe 9 o'clock at night. So there's shorter time now between, you know, at night when they go to bed to when they wake up and then they eat. They eat all right? And by, you know, figuring that out. Sometimes some people will give the dogs a late night snack, you know, to tire, tie them over. And uh, so, but that's usually what happens. But if a dog is throwing up food, that's a different ball game, okay? If they're throwing up food, not and, but just the bile is one thing, but the uh, uh, but if they're throwing up now, how often does now that's the rat terrier that was throwing up food? Yeah, both the rat terriers um, they eat about you're right, you know, right in that ballpark, eight o'clock, eight nine thirty, or eight 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 thirty nine o'clock, totally t- top end nine o'clock, uh, and then again they drive you nuts about one o'clock, and uh, it used to be three thirty. Now they drove us back to 1 o'clock, so they're kind of ruling the roost here. Uh. Um, yeah, so I'm kind of wondering, uh, something to provide them with something after their morning meal, would it be, and we, they love carrots. Excellent. Um, uh, yeah, I, you know, it's kind of where I'm at. Okay. Um, now, do they, do you feed your dry food dry? Yes. Okay, do they, like, snarf it? Um, they take their, they, they, the little ones really take their time. The, the gold retriever just tips the bowl and it's done. <laughs> okay. Mm. Okay. Especially the golden one. I would, I would try this, uh, and just kind of see if this makes a difference because the food will be more absorbable. You put the, you know, the food in the dish, put hot tap water on it, hot tap water, till all the kibble floats, put it aside, wait about, do you feed a grain free or non grain free? Um, well, geez, I wish I could answer that as quickly as you say it. Um, we, 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 you know, there's there's that one dog food with the picture of the, the wolves and stuff on yeah, it. Yeah, I know. They used what... to love that stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then we went to, I don't know if it's a cheaper brand. We went to it because we get it in a kind of a food share thing. The mm-hmm. uh, main place in town, uh, food place in town, Cub or whatever it is, volunteers mm-hmm. all this dog food and stuff. And I'm kind of wondering... Should I just continue to buy them the good stuff, or should I go with with what they provide? It's like, you know, I want to do the best for them. I want to give them treats, but I'm afraid to. Right. I just want them to be around for a while. Right, and see, what personally, I would try the, the one that you were just talking about, I'm not a fan of because it's a diamond product. And diamond mm-hmm. in 07 was, repl- was responsible for all the uh, dogs and cats dying because of the melamine poisoning because they outsource from China a lot. And so that's why I will not. I'm not. A, I will not eat feed my my animals any diamond products. Okay, and that's why I love Nutrisource because Nutrisource has never had a recall, and they outsource within the United States. They don't outsource out of, out of the United States. Okay, so I, that's why I love their food. And so, and it's tested three times before it hits the shelves. Make sure there's nothing like no metals, no nothing that goes on it. You know through there. But anyway, so I would strongly suggest that, you know, because uh, you could pay for it one way or the other. You can get, get the cheap stuff, and all of a sudden you got a lot of dog health problems, and now you got to pay the vet. So which end do you want to pay? 
<laughs> okay. Yeah, exactly. And so that's why I would go I would go to the Nutrisource products, the ones that are made up in Perm, Minnesota. You know, try the beef and rice. Try the uh, uh, trout and rice. Try the lamb and rice, whatever. So this is all Nutrisource? Nu- Nutrisource. Nutrisource. N-U-T-R-I source. Okay. And it's made the one made in Perm, Minnesota. Just say the Minnesota dog food that Katie Canine loves, and they'll point you right to the new source. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right. Yeah, but anyway, so the, but I would do is that I would try re, for two weeks, try rehydrating it. So now you put the hot ta- tap water on it, right? You let it, put it aside, wait for all the water to be gone, take a fork, fluff the food, and then t- feel it with your fingers and make sure it's soft. If it's really only half or, you know, like the center is still really hard, add more water, let it set a little bit, and then fluff it again. Now when it's softer, now put your supplements in and now feed it, all right? Especially with your golden retriever, what happens is that, you know, uh, they're deep-chested long dogs and they are more prone to bloat. That's, you know what bloat is? Yeah, so yeah, their tummy gets big, fat. And then puffed it, up, puffed up. Right, and then if they jump around or turn around, the stomach flips and now they're dying, okay? So that's why to eliminate bloat, 99% not, you know, bloat, then by re, anytime a dog eats dry food, dry bloat is a strong possibility, okay? So that's why if you rehydrate it, Okay, because and then now now their stomach they can just absorb the nutrients from the food that doesn't have to be rehydrated in the gut, because you know when your dog eats dry food it's like eating a box of saltine crackers. Then they go over and drink a buttload of water, and that all hits the stomach at the same time, and now it's rehydrating in your dog's gut. Okay, mm-hmm. so you want to hold on a sec? We got to run to break. You want to hold on a sec? Uh, no, you actually, you've, you you've uh, answered it. Thanks okay. a lot, Kate. You I bet. appreciate your time. Okay, take care. Bye bye. All right, there we go. Um, I didn't know what I want to do here. Let's see. So what else? Okay, to keep goggles and glasses from fogging, what do we coat it with? To keep goggles and glasses from fogging. Be back. Calling into this one. You're not going as wah fashion. There you go. Kind of slowly bobbing your head. There you go. This is not one that you like headbang to. Okay. Oh, well, give me a good old-fashioned boot-kicking. You want a headbanger? Country, you know, good old country boot-kicking. Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Okay. Uh, where did I do, 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 do? What did I Which ones did I do? I forgot. Oh, to keep goggles and glasses from fogging, what do you coat them with? This would be interesting. You Do, do you wear glasses outside or anything? Like no? sunglasses, yeah. Okay, well, do they fog up? Not really. Okay. Um, I might have to do this. Take some of my reading glasses. Yeah, you know what I mean. Do it, and then go outside, especially when it's cold like this. And you put see like chapstick works. or something on it. No, you ready for this? I, I I can't believe this works. Coat it with Colgate toothpaste and wipe it clean. Huh? Colgate toothpaste. Interesting. And wipe it clean. So, and my husband wears glasses. So I, maybe I. Oh, maybe I you try not. on his. No, I better <laughs> not because if it's, it messes it up, yeah. I'm so screwed. He will. <laughs> would not be pretty. He wouldn't be happy. Wouldn't <laughs> be pretty. Not at all. So maybe I'll try with, with a set of my reading glasses. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Goggles or glasses? Foggy. That's interesting. Col- Colgate toothpaste and wipe clean. Huh. So there you go. I don't know. I have not, you know, some of this old, older stuff is really, you know, whatever did we do without all the products that are out there on the, on the market, you know, nowadays, it's just crazy. There is easy ways to fix things and do things. And so that's what I'm just trying to enlighten you today. 
All right. Now, uh, when you're out for a walk, when it's cold like this, folks, um, the big thing is, and I mentioned this a couple weeks ago too, if you have a sweater, you know, for a jacket for your dog, make sure it, it, it covers your tummy. You want the undercarriage of your dog covered. Obviously, with boy dogs, you got to make sure that they can still pee without peeing on their their sweater or their jacket, but make sure. But too many things just go over the back and does not cover them in the chest and in the uh, on the underside. So you got to make sure that. Now, many dogs when they're dressed up, they don't want to potty. They feel funny. It's like ew. So you might be backslashing or pottying uh, with potty training because the dog will go out and splash, but he's really not done because he's got all this stuff on. He's got boots on or hats on or whatever type thing. So, I mean, like with my Ethel 3-pounder and Gilligan 10-pounder, I mean, literally, I don't dress them up. We just fly out the front door. They pee, they poop, and they're right upstairs, you know, right back to the front door. And so that's why I did try dressing them a couple of times. And you know what? They get out there, they stand there. And I'm like, no, 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 hurry up, hurry up. But standing there is not good. That's what's going to hurt, you know, get something's going to go wrong. So that's why what you want to do is that, like I say, uh, uh, if your dog seems to be backsliding and potty training when it gets really cold, it's because you're taking them out and dressing them. Try not dressing them and just have them get out there, get done, and get quickly get back into the house. And now when it's cold like it was this weekend and such, go for shorter walks, all right? Now also, too, remember you city folks have got, uh, what do you call it, the, the salt and the chemicals everywhere. So you got to be mindful of either teaching your dog to, you know, be able to wear boots and then, uh, and usually what you do is you get the boots. Now, Four Perfect Pets up in North St. Paul, she's the guru of, of, of getting, putting, she's got every kind of boot that's imaginable for every dog out there. And she will fit them correctly, okay, for you. And then, and that's huge. It's not just to buy a boot. And then if it doesn't fit right, number one, your dogs aren't going to use it right. And number two, they probably fall off. And then it just turns into just a frustration level number over the edge. And so, like I said, Four Perfect Pets up in, four, uh, up in uh, North St. Paul or Oakdale, whichever way you want to call it. She's right on the cup spare. But anyway, so, uh, and then uh, then if you don't use boots out on there, you got to make sure when you come in, you wipe those paws off good. I mean, dunk them in water so it gets between the toes and stuff so the dog doesn't lick off that salt and digest it. And now down the line, they're going to have kidney and liver and renal problems, all right? But a lot of dogs don't like to be, you know, and then also when dogs meet other dogs when they're dressed up, that's not good because that dog can't read another dog's body language when they got a sweater on or a jacket on or whatever. And so all heck can break loose. So that's why when you're out and about and your dog is dressed up, just walk on by. Don't have any dogs introducing themselves to other dogs because, like I say, they cannot view the, how, the, uh, how the tail, how the, how the body stance, how everything. It, it's like foreign. It's like a dog that knew English all of a sudden has to learn Greek because he can't understand because he can't see the, you know, the, you know, the body of the dog. So when you're out and about, when your dog is dressed up, just walk on by. Don't let them meet other dogs because obviously they might become lunch, right? All right. Now, the big thing, too, is uh, when people take the dogs out for a walk. Now, do you take your dog? I don't I have know, a dog. I know you don't have a dog, but your your folks had one, right? Yeah, my sister's dog. Okay. And so That's now when she goes for a walk with the dog, does she have a tendency to let the dog just willy-nilly and pee on everything and just go for the walk? She does not, but her okay. husband does. Okay. <laughs> okay. Is it a girl dog or a boy dog? It's a boy. Okay. Okay. Because the big thing is what I want you to realize and, and really think about this. When you go for a walk, the dog is going for a walk with you. Okay. If you okay. allow to dog to like pee on everything, stop here and pee, stop there and pee and stop here and pee. Now all of a sudden you're going for a walk with your dog. Your dog is running the walk. 
Got it. All right. Also, dogs that go and pee on everything along the way have a tendency to be more cockier. You know what I mean? Whereas uh, they want to pee on everything. They want to whiz on everything. So I make a strong suggestion from a trainer's point of view. I don't care if you got a female dog or a male dog. When you're going for a walk, you choose when you want them to stop and actually do their business and give it a word. Go potty. All right. But while you are in motion and walking, you, the dog can do a quick sniff, but walk on by. They cannot lift, whether you got a girl dog or a boy dog. All right. And that's huge to be able to do that. Because now the dog is looking to you for direction and you're walking together as a team. But otherwise, you know, well, I want my dog to have fun when he's out there. Well, the thing is, is that anytime you can stop, say, okay, and let him whiz away. But you do not want, as you are walking in motion, to let that dog be whizzing on everything. Whereas you're stopping here and stopping there and stopping here and stopping there. Also, too, there are some dogs, like let's say I bring my dog over to your house, Carly. Okay, and some dogs, and it's usually smaller dogs, not so much bigger dogs, but they come flying indoors, and right away they got to whiz on something in your house. Okay? Okay. And it's marking territory. It's, I'm here. Yeah. It's like, Kilroy's here. Right. So, what you want to do, if you have a dog that has done this in the past, uh-huh. before you open and bring that dog into anybody's house, you have your dog on a leash. So, the dog is with you, and he can't run and go whiz on anything. And you keep him right tightly with you. Don't let him get behind you. You know, he's out in front of you. So, if it looks like he's going to saddle up and kind of quit tinkle on something, ah, 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 wrong. Usually, if the dog could be in the house for about an hour, hour and a half, and just hang out with you, you could drop the leash, and you'll be pretty much safe. But it's just when they have dog, that first hour when a dog comes into a new situation, they're more likely to go whiz on things and mark it as their territory, all right? So that's what you want to do. Is that, And then same thing when people come over to your house, have their dogs put on a leash and your dog on a leash too so that everybody can calmly re-meet everybody and there isn't this clash at the door like, who are you? Okay, because they got to take time to smell who it is and, and size them up. And, oh, yeah, I know you. You know, another dog is what I'm talking about. But right. if you have one of those little munchkins that love to run into a house and go whiz on anything and then you, you're embarrassed, like, oh, I'm sorry. And then pretty soon they're saying, don't bring your dog over. Right. Okay, so now what you're going to do is you're going to have them on a leash with you next to you and so or in your lap or whatever. And so like say, if you can make it for about the first hour, hour and a half, 10 to 1, then you can you know put them on the floor, let them drag the leash for a little bit, keep them in the same room as you. Okay, and then uh, then 10 to 1 he won't whiz. It's usually that first hour, so. Okay. So anyway, so uh, your folks gonna get a dog or anything, or are they just too um, busy? Well, when they uh, re- when my mom retires, so she uh, is getting a dog. Oh, what kind did they want? Well, I don't know um, as of lately, okay. but um, I, yeah. Well, I she wanted a sheepadoodle. Oh no. Say no. Say Katie K9 and say no, 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 no. I think I have no. told her that and she tells me to shut up. No. So um, That'll be your nightmare. Because you got to remember the sheep dog is a herding dog, number yes. one. Okay. And then you got the smarts and cleverness of the, the, the poodle, the poodle, hair. Yeah. I wouldn't even want to deal with the hair. Yeah. But anyway, she's going to have one willful dog that she's going to bang her head against the wall. Yeah. And that's one thing, too, though, that I try to tell people. Now, I know your mom and dad are pretty spry and up there. But, you know, the dogs are, if you got older people that want a puppy, talk them out of the puppy. Get a secondhand dog. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, t- tell her to, no, 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 sheep poos tell We need to talk. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Sounds we good. We need to talk. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have a great week. Thank you so much, Carly. You have a great week. You take care. Don't hide your dogs. Train them. And Dishing Up Nutrition. Awesome show is coming up next. See you next week.